Good morning, good afternoon, or good something in between. Welcome to today's episode of The Cat Season 4, Mick Ronald's Day. I'm Springer. And I'm Jen. Our music comes from audionautics.com. Jesus' one space bulb puttered across Earth's night sky, black smoke trailing out of its end. It was the Vatican City's first ever space probe, and it was quite tiny, using a similar technology as that other countries used around 1984. Riding inside of its small cavity were no fewer than 13 bishops and cardinals, all who had been chosen by their districts to represent the human construct of Christianity. Although they never would have said that, they would have said that they were on a mission to find Jesus, that they wanted to prove the rectitude and correctness of the Catholic religion by finding Jesus and asking him face to face if what they believed was true. Across the sky they went. The bishops and cardinals often felt like arguing, but they knew that that was not the right thing to do, even though they were in a tiny spaceship, barely large enough to fit them all packed together, and even though many of them had gotten much more doubt on their mission as they flew up through the sky. We must remember the Ten Commandments. Well, the Ten Commandments are important, but we also must take note of the strange ten stars that lie before us. Those aren't ten stars. No, I can see it looks like a strange flying craft. Perhaps it is our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Perhaps we have found him at last. I don't think so. Looking out, they saw something. In fact, three somethings drifting slowly towards them, gradually more and more covered in a whitish frost as they drifted near. One of them had a strange bluish helmet on its head, and the other two had strange goggles and seatbelts that seemed to have been torn out. I don't remember hearing anything about Lord Jesus having a steampunk style to him, and I don't think that he would be frozen like this. His warm spirit would thaw any amount of frost. But the bishops, as they argued, could not deny that whatever it was was getting closer, and the closer it got, the more apparent it became. It was three frozen cats. What may this be? said one of the more worrisome cardinals. It is an omen. It is an omen from the Lord. We have gone astray in our thinking we never should have set out on this mission. I knew it all along. It was misguided. Just by questioning, we have been boom, boom, boom. The three frozen cats hit the windshield of their craft. Then they began to slide off to the side before the cardinals and bishops could even turn on the windshield wipers, and they breathed out a sigh of relief. But right then, the spaceship's faulty airlock hissed open, and something was deposited in the rear. What may this be? repeated the cardinal again. What may it be? They glared through the window of the airlock as it closed 
to the exterior and began to balance out its atmosphere with the interior of the ship. And then, since nobody took initiative to do anything, the interior door opened and the cats tumbled entirely inside. The bishops and cardinals stared for another few seconds, and then one of the cats opened his eyes. It was the one wearing the strange helmet. Oh my god, where am I now? I'm so cold, said Rascal. Oh, this is kind of weird, like, who are I have, like, a strange desire to kill you or something, like, it's coming from this helmet, I think I have, like, this helmet's kind of creepy, and, like, make the Neptunians try to control me through it, like, the Neptunians are really creepy because they come from Neptune, they have, like, tentacles and stuff. But just then, one of the bishops reached over, gently unbuckled the helmet from Rascal's head, and removed it. There you go, pussycat. Is that better? Where do you come from? Well, um, well, I'm the rascal. I came from Earth, Waco, Texas to be particular, but then I went out to space, like, a few times, and, like, the first time I went all over, then I came back, and then the second time I wanted to go work at this restaurant called McDonald's, well, I went to a place called Bosnian Prime where there were, like, giant towers and stuff, and then I went to Venus, and I was working on- Hush, my child. Hush. You are safe now in the arms of the Lord, or at least his shepherds. The shepherds. Shepherds. Do shepherds have shepherds or do they have sheep? Perhaps we're the sheep and you're the lamb. Uh, in any case, uh, put this poor creature in one of the strapped down chairs and we'll take him with us. And these other two, well, when they revive, perhaps they should be pre-strapped in. Right then, one of the other two awoke. Whoa, who are you? He said, I'm Jimmy. Oh. Is it the great Jimmy? The one and only Jimmy? Actually, no, that's not what we mean at all. Uh, j just strap him in with the other one and we will take care of them. Poor little lost lambs. Perhaps this was the Lord's intention for us all along. Har here, 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 here. The other bishops and cardinals who were really quite sick of flying in circles around the earth in high orbit we're all ready to go home, and any suggestion that the mission may have been completed, any excuse at all, served for them. So they all supported the bishop in taking the cats home. But before they could get any farther, the third slightly frozen cat on the floor woke up. Well, well, look where we are now, said Scampers. I knew we'd get out of there safe and sound. Rascal! Why are they taking you? I don't know, said Rascal. This is really creepy. They said they were like cardinals, which means they're birds, and I don't like being kidnapped by birds and bishops, which are kind of chess pieces, so evil bird chess pieces are coming after me. Hush. Help. It's okay. Hush. Hush, Rascal. Hush. I'm sure it's all going to be fine. Hey, you guys are going to take us home, right? Are we all going back to Earth or what? We're from Waco, Texas. In fact, I think that there's a SpaceX station quite close to Waco. You could perhaps land your vehicle there. The cardinals and bishops stared at each other strangely for a minute, then nodded briefly and began directing the spacecraft back to Earth. I knew it. I knew that there was something in the Davidian sect that said something magical about this place, Waco, Texas. Perhaps the Catholic religion is not for us, and we are secret, unbeknownst even to ourselves. 
Seventh-day Adventists. Oh, said the other bishops and cardinals. Within a few hours, Rascal, Scampers, and Jimmy were back in Waco, Texas. They walked out of the spaceport and were greeted by massive crowds applauding their return. And soon, they got back into the old yellow suburban, drove down Chateau Avenue, and were back at Granny Annie's house. There, Scampers and Rascal sat in the yard, and Scampers apologized. Look, Rascal, I, I think maybe some of this has been my fault, and I realize that you never would have run away from home if it hadn't been for me and trying to put you on a diet and, and all that stuff, and, well, I just want to say that I'm sorry, and you can do what you want from now on, and you and Jimmy can have your camp out, and I'll really try hard not to interfere. Jimmy walked right out right then and walked over to Rascal. Jimmy! said Rascal, we get to finish our camp out. Yeah, said Jenny. Yeah, that will be fun. Uh, my, I talked to my mom yesterday, and she said that I would, that I had to go to a new school now. She, I have to go to a new school in Colorado tomorrow, and I, I won't be seeing you again. No. Said Rascal, this is even worse than, even the worst, and even worse than the beginning of this whole, whole season of the podcast. What am I going to do without you? You'll get on, said Jimmy. I know you will. And so, Jimmy and Rascal had their camp out. And the next day, Jimmy left, leaving Rascal back where he started, alone and depressed in Waco, Texas. If you enjoyed The Cats, you may also enjoy The Wrong Town. The Wrong Town by Springer Moore, co-host of The Cats, and Marley McDonough is a chapter book for 7 to 10 year olds. Kira is just trying to get one good look at the mysterious island off the shore from her cousin's apartment in Baku, Azerbaijan, when a massive wave knocks her amusement train clean off its tracks. She soon washes up on the rocky shore of the island itself and is caught up in the bizarre succession of leaders and revolutions, which begins soon after her arrival on the tiny chunk of land known as the Wrong Town. In this hilarious story of unique characters, bad leaders, and one giant stuffed wolf, you will find out just what happens when you live on an island paved with duct tape and the only things to eat are Mountain Dew and potato chips. The Wrong Town is available in both paperback and ebook formats from Amazon.com.